Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the astrology podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life. We're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I wanted to do an episode talking about some personal reflections so far of the nodal shift. So back on July 17th, the north node shifted into Aries and the south node went into Libra. And it was also a new moon in Cancer that day. And it's just like when the node shifts, it shifts our collective focus. And there has been, um, like you you may have even felt a little bit of where your personal focus though of this, depending on like what house Aries and Libra is in your chart, like what access that falls on. Back in like April, I want to say like April 19th or 20th was like the new moon that was an eclipse in Aries. Um, and I believe it's like a new moon in Libra, like in October. That's like the other eclipse with this access. So you can kind of think like what was really coming up for you at that time. But it's really important to important to look to like where's the north node in Aries and where is it showing you to go towards? But then what can you like not you have to remember like not to forget about or like clear up some like karma there. So I'm deciding to record this at the moment when I'm just gonna pull up to see the exact degree right now of the nodes. Yeah, it's at 26. So like I have been feeling like I'm losing my mind because, um, yeah, the north node is at 26, which means the south node is at 26. Like, they will always be the same degree, just in opposite signs. And the nodes are weird. They move backwards. So, like, all the other planets are moving forwards, and the nodes, well, unless the planet's retrograde, but the nodes are always going, like, in reverse. So we have, like, we just had the north node in Taurus, south node in Scorpio, and it started at 29 and then went to zero, and now we start at Aries, 29, and then it goes backwards. So that's fun, fun fact if you didn't know that. So it started at 29, and right when it shifted, my part of fortune is 29 Aries. So that was, like, I feel, like, very activated, but so now it's at 26. So I'll explain the significance of 26 to you. So my ascendant is 26 Cancer, my, which means my descendant is 26 Cancer. And then I have Chiron and Libra at 26. So that my Chiron is always squaring my ascendant and my descendant. Super fun. So now the south node is right over top of my Chiron. And then the north node is right at the top of my chart. So I have this very interesting like grand square cross thing happening. And so um, part of me feels extremely stuck, but then part of me intuitively knows what I need to do to not feel stuck or frustrated anymore, right? So I'm going to explain some things that happened. So um, back in, so I should 
I should say where Aries Libra is in my chart first. So Aries for me is my 10th house and Libra is my fourth house. If you already didn't get that from that, I'm a Cancer ascendant, Capricorn descendant. So right now, like there's a big focus on the, um, the angles. So I mean, some people, like if I were to say what the most important house is, I mean, that's going to be very unique to everybody, but your first house, your fourth house, your seventh house, and your 10th house are very important houses for everyone, like regardless if they're full or if they're empty, because they're the angles, right? It's like you are the first, your family and where you come from is the fourth, the seventh are the people you align yourself with, your partners, right? Like your best friends, business partners, romantic partners, and then the top of your chart is like how you're seen, how you're of service to the world, like kind of what you leave behind. So it's like there are four key things in life we all have. We all are like an individual self. We have an identity, whatever that may be. We have, we all come from somewhere, whether it's good or bad, we come from somewhere. We all are aligned with other people, like we're not just by ourselves. And then we're all known for something from like a public image eye, and it can be completely different than where we came from, if that makes sense, right? So um, yeah, they're like it, the angles, they're very important. Um, so on your needle chart, it would look like AC, IC, DC, MC. They're very important. So like right now, all of those are like illuminated for me. So it's like, it feels interesting. But my... ICMC is seven degrees, so like seven Libra, seven Aries. So th- that's not hit yet, but it's still in the house, like those those four like core houses, if that makes sense. So um, I'd say those are very like four pretty important houses in your chart, um, regardless of where planets are. But I mean, I used to always say the most important house in your natal chart is the one where your sun lives, because that is really important to look at that energy but then I'd say it's maybe where your moon is but um so like I can't say there's like a most important house I mean if you have like three so I've only seen seven as the highest number in in one house but if you have three to seven in a house like that's a very significant house as well so I can't actually say like there's a most important house but I'd say pretty important is one four seven ten like take a look at your chart and like see what those are it describes a lot of like like the acdc and then the icmc really describe a lot of like honestly i feel like your drive and kind of what motivates you in a way um so like it's like a vibe you almost give give off so like i have all mine in cardinal so i'm naturally like a leader in everything that i do um i just can't help myself (laughs) Like, it's like the person who always makes the plans and takes the initiative and all that, right? Um, So there's that. I mean, like, right now, like, I feel like I really connect with a lot of Libra risings and Cap risings, I guess, and, like, like Capricorn risings. And it's, like, there's, like, a click to those people because they also act as leaders, right, with what they do. They're just leading in a different way. But I know people who are, like, fixed rising signs and they operate a lot differently right like their core if we look at the chart as like a clock or something their their clock internally is just like wired differently and then like my brother is a mutable rising sad rising so like his 
four main like houses there are immutable so it he operates differently right so um yeah my boyfriend is the fixed rising it's just it's different it's just different like the the vibe is different so anyway so because the north node is in my 10th house and the south node is in my fourth house right now basically what happened is before the south node actually entered my fourth house i feel like sometimes we can feel the effects before like the transit actually starts and i consider myself to be like very sensitive to energy so like i can feel things before they happen <laughs> so basically um some issues arose in my apartment so i moved out on my own with it was a taurus new moon cycle and i actually found it on celeste so celeste what's her last name celeste i'm searching i do this all the time when i'm talking because i don't want to get things like wrong brooke celeste brooke she's a fellow cancer rising she's super sweet all her stuff is like with the moon i think i saved it but she does these things like it's moon phase family and instead of it being like new moon then full moon and then it's a new moon and the full moon it's really cool it's like a 27 month gestational cycle i think she's used that so it's like every nine months there's like something that happens and we think of nine months with like you know when you have a baby and so the moon it's like very feminine energy you know your cycle can be linked with the moon in a way so i like that connection so it was like may 11th 2021 sun and taurus moon and taurus so that's the day i like saw my apartment and then a week after that i signed the lease and a week after that i moved in which is cool and then i lived there for two years like there's maybe like one little issue that happened but then um it was okay, really, in the two years, like, pretty chill. I went there when, like, you know, the North Node was in my 12th house, though, and um, I needed some solitude, and then Saturn was in my eighth at the same time, so, again, I needed to be by myself to process, like, a lot of stuff, and I did. Um, it was, like, I called it my safe box, um, and I had that for, like, two years. It was solid ground for me, and then in June, something happened, which was, like, really weird. And I was like, oh, this is kind of similar to what happened in, like, October of 2022. And, but it was, like, very short-lived. That was also connected to one of these moon things, too, which is, like, fucking wild to me. Um, and basically, I, like, let the apartment company, right, like, know, like, hey, this is happening again. Someone come do something. They said they would come. Nobody came. And I was like, ugh. So then I basically, two weeks later, things got so out of hand. I was so grossed out. I was like, I can't live here anymore. So I had to do like internal reflection. And I was like, okay, how do I proceed? So I'm like, obviously I start looking to see what's available for rent. I see the cost of rent and I'm like, fuck no. And then I'm like, I also don't want to like rush and feel like I'm in panic mode and then like pick the wrong place and then go through like, the situation I'm going through in this apartment, another apartment, I would hate to do that to myself. <laughs> so I was like, could I move home? Which was a terrifying thought. 
I was like, oh God, to live with my mom again. Like that's one of the main reasons I left, but I was like, I'm such a different person now. It's crazy. And so I thought about it. I looked at financial stuff and built out a budget. I was like, okay, where am I going to put my stuff? And I kind of did like a visual layout of like one of the bedrooms and like how I could fill my stuff. Cause it's like a whole apartment that's like 680 square feet to like bedroom, which is the room I'm in right now is, uh, I think like 200 square feet, but then there's like a tiny bathroom ensuite with like the stand up shower and then I can get into it, but I can't use the closet that's in here. <laughs> um, but I'd say I have like maybe 250 square feet. So, and everything basically fits in here with the exception of my little love seat and um, one chair I have. And then I didn't bring everything with me. Like I got rid of like two rugs, a few other things and two garbage bags full of stuff. So like, yeah, but I can't believe like I downsized pretty well. I'm like, okay, my Mars and Virgo comes in handy, but this whole thing was happening and I was like, I have to go home. And so with the South node and I'm very, I was very aware of like the South node, um, entering my fourth house. And I was like, I have to fucking go home. Like the fourth house is home. The fourth house can also mean your mom. I'm like, I have to go home to my mom. And so as that, this was happening, my brother who like, I moved out right before I turned 24 and he turns 24 in September. And so he moved out again, right before he was 24, same thing. And so he was like, yeah, I'm moving. I got a job in like a different city and I'm like, I'm moving. And like, I was like, holy shit. I didn't go to a different city. A little sad rising brother going on an adventure, honestly, but he's like, I'm leaving. And so he had a bigger room than I did. So I was in the same room for 14 years when I lived at home. It was the smallest bedroom. I made it work. I painted it like four times. I, you know, changed up the style as I evolved and everything, but my mom turned that room into like the cat room. She has her two cats. And so I was like, I can't go back into the cat room. I think I'm allergic to cats now. I just like, I'm used to like a bit bigger of space. I'm like, I don't know if I can go back in that room. So that's why I was like a little hesitant. But then my brother's like, yeah, I'm like moving on July 22nd. And I was like, no way. I'm like, the divine timing of this is actually crazy. So I was like, mom, can I move in? to my, to like Louie's room, which is the bigger room that has like the little ensuite. It's like the, it's the room technically like the parent should have, but I'm not going to give to that. And so anyway, um, I'm in his room, which is so weird. So I like cleaned it. I painted it. I put everything in it. It doesn't even look like he lived here because of my mini renovation skills. My Mars and Virgo was just like, I have to make this clean. I have to make this nice. I have to make this me. My environment is so important to me. If my environment isn't good, I'm not good. It's one of the reasons I left in the first place. But it's nice because my door has a lock on it. I have my own little bathroom. It's just like the kitchen, right? So I feel like I live in like a 250 square foot studio apartment. And then I think to myself, like, maybe I could live in a tiny house. Because I'm like, I feel like I'm functioning okay in the square footage. Like I measured the room because I wanted to know. Um, so it's very approximate. I don't know how accurate my measurements are, but it's like, like my bed fits in here plus the dining room table that I had because I'm like, I'm not getting rid of this table. It's beautiful. It's from structure tube, structure tube. I don't say it right. I say structure tube, but, um, it's like a gorgeous table. It's like the fake marble top. And like, I have two chairs and I'm like, 
So I have like a double bed and a dining room table in this room. Like it feels so spacious. It's like, it's crazy. So I'm in my brother's room and it's really weird, but I'm at home. I've been at home now for the first night I slept here was July 21st. Um, and my all of my stuff has actually been here since August 7th. So I've been sleeping here as I'm recording this on August 19th, like not even like 30 days. And then like um, my stuff has only been here like 12 days because I was sleeping on my brother's old mattress for a bit. Like my root chakra was so fucked. Like the south node came in and was like up uproot and then it put me back down and I'm like trying to settle and stuff. But damn, like the south node can enter your fourth house and you literally move. So if you ever have the south node go through your fourth house, like you could move. Um, but how I describe it is like, I, I wasn't necessarily looking to move, but I had to because I was like, I can't live like this. Like a bunch of things were going on in the apartment building. It just felt like thing after thing after thing. And I was kind of like, it's good for two years. And then things just got really bad. And then it was like one thing happened in my apartment. Then there was stuff happening outside. And then like in the main floor of the building, I was just like, I'm like, I can't, um, like, I can't live here. I'm like, this is really weird. Um, yeah. And if I just feel like I haven't been there, like I haven't slept there like in 28 days and I'm kind of just like, you know what? Like, I don't even want to know what else has gone wrong in the building since I left. Um, but yeah, would definitely never move back there just because of like the bad experience I had, but very much like I wouldn't want anyone to go through what I had to go through. Super gross. And, um, I'm kind of like, don't really want to live in an apartment building again because of what happened. Cause it can happen anywhere really. So I'm a little like, you know, um, yeah, just like, yeah. But how I describe it is like, everything was going fine. Like, you know, I want to say hunky-dory. I don't know if that's bad to say. I don't even really know what that means, but everything was like fine. But I described it as almost like an autopilot vibe. And I said to myself a few times, I said, I said this like when I was commuting home from work, I, I would say like, I don't know if I'm like happy with my reality. And I said that to my boyfriend. He got very concerned. He was like, and I don't know how like dark or bad that sounds, but I wasn't really that happy with my reality. I was like, this is my life. I was like, do I like this? Do I like this? And I would question it when I was coming home from work on transit. And I was just like, oh, I'm like, this is my life. I like, I work here and I take transit to here and I get off in like this part of the city. And then I like walk to my apartment up there. And then I'm like, like, I don't know. I just like, I felt like I was on autopilot. I wasn't really like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like, like it and I'm like did I manifest this I'm like I don't know if this is what I like want anymore so this thing that happened in my apartment like not even just to me like I believe it happened to a few other people as well in the building but like this thing that happened it like woke me the fuck up and sprung me into action that really these the action like really made bigger changes So, like, I don't even think I've emotionally processed it yet. And so I just know that through me moving and I'm in a new home space, right, I'm, like, 
my work is going to change next. And by work, I mean like what I want to be known for. So it's like I'm back technically connected to my roots, right? Like my mom. And I'm like, okay, let me reroute. There's probably karma to clear with my mother. And then I can, you know, maybe then focus and be more clear on what it is that I want to do. But I've been very focused in the last little bit. Um, while all this is happening, like I've been using my business to ground and I'm like, okay, like, you know, (laughs) you know, like really coming up with strategies and ways that I can like really automate my business and come up with things on how to best like serve you guys and, and just really, really like go for it. It's like that Aries North note is like, fucking go for it. Take a risk in something, go for it. Like, go for it, do what you want to do, and, like, just really do what you want, right? And it's, like, me moving home, I've basically slashed my expenses in a third, like, not even in half, in a third. It's, like, absolutely crazy. And so I'm, like, okay, look, you have a little bit more freedom here where, like, you can either, like, save more money for future Lisa or you can take a little bit and invest it into some programs to like automate things in your business like you get to decide but you're like okay and so yeah so it's like the north node enters aries and or the north node enters your 10th house and you're like my business my business my business or like this is really what i want to do my work this i want to help people this is what i want to be like known for like i want to be known as this sort of like woo woo business consultant but right now i feel like i'm known Like, the job that I have that's, like, part-time is, like, I'm the social media girl, and I can't fucking stand it. I can't even tell you. I've been known as a social media girl since, like, 2015 when I had my blog, then I had my, like, Instagram account with it, and then I did internships in marketing, and then now the job I have, like, I've been a social media manager, like, I was for a long time, and I'm just, like, so over it, and, like, I don't want to be known as a social media girl. Like, I don't want that connection to it because I have such mixed feelings on social media, I have a podcast episode about my like predictions with social and stuff like that, but yeah, it's just like, it's just exhausting. It's energy draining and I just, I'm like over it. But for me to say that I've been, let's say the social media girl for eight years, we could say that there was even a Saturn cycle in there because Saturn runs in the seven cycles, right? Seven year cycles. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm done. So I, I have to do my like progression out of it. Um, I just know how to do it and that's where it's like difficult because it's like ugh, I can monetize my skill right but like if you're not enjoying it it's not worth the money it's just really not like if you don't feel yourself evolving or growing from it because we're in the north node Aries right and Aries is all about the challenge and I'm like where's the challenge like the social media girl isn't like feeling a challenge with the work like it's just it's like the same old same old I know what to do And it's not challenging to, like, keep up with apps, like, when they change shit. It's just more, like, infuriating that it's, like, my life should not revolve around these apps. Like, that makes me want to, like, honestly, like, throw up. (laughs) That's what I say. Like, it just doesn't give me a good feeling in my my gut. So I want to be known as this, like, woo-woo business consultant, like, this person or even, like, life consultant in a way. I don't know how I feel about the term life coach, but it's, like... I want to be this woo person. 
people come to the woo person and I read your natal chart and we figure things out together and I'm an assist like of assistance that way and to me that feels so much more impactful as opposed to like here let me post on your social media account like I just oh my god I don't know how many more posts I have left in me before I'm like done with it so the north node is like you know let's do some work that feels more of a challenge for me some like growth work and let's reframe what I'm known as. And then the South Node is like, I think it's really like clearing karma with my mom or like redefining what home means or like maybe home doesn't have to be as expensive. And with that collaboration energy, like I've been living by myself for so long. Um, I talk like a lot and like, this is like I have four planets in air. I'm a Gemini. I'm chatty and I've been finding that like living at home like I will talk to my mom for like an hour or two and just go off and do like random random she'll call them rants I'm like ranting but I just like talk to her about stuff and and I'm like who the hell was I talking to when I lived on my own I'm like I probably was talking out loud to myself I was probably like I would send voice notes to my boyfriend like that were so long and I feel like I don't do that because I'm talking to a person that I like I'm living with and then I'm like maybe I did like crazy long podcast episodes like I don't know but so I'm like that feels good to have some like a like a sounding board almost but then you got I I always know I have to be careful I'm like very conscious of my my ranting abilities um if you have a lot of air you might also really connect to that there's just like so many thoughts or if you're Virgo there's like so many thoughts and you're just like I have to process them all out loud or else it's not going to make any sense. Um, so yeah, I find a little trick there, a little tip is if like you feel like you're repeating things in your head, I always say like write them down and then they live on the paper. They don't live in your head. So I say, I'm like, I've written this down. The story lives on this paper. It does live in my head. That's my thing that I do. And I find it helpful. And then my brain stops like ruminating over it. So yeah, one last thing I'll say with this again with like, because south node can be super karmic so like wherever the south node and libra is in your chart right now like there's going to be a karmic clearing i even think like the south node and scorpio like went through my fifth house like that even could have like stuff to do fifth house with like inner child and i had to like live on my own i think i like almost cleared some inner child karma but i had to do it on my own and then so now i'm like i'm with like the family and like the roots and everything and even like the day when like the south node went right on top of my Chiron at 26. Like I spent the day with my grandma. And like, again, that's like my part of my roots. It's my grandma on my dad's side, not connected to my mom. But if you read the book that I wrote, I have it's on Amazon and everything. I, um, I have a chapter in there called Recognizing My Matriarchy. Like my matriarch or matriarchy. So that'd be like my mom and my grandma and they're two of the most important people in my life in terms like in general obviously just like you know being my mom and grandma but also two of the biggest like let's say catalysts or two of the biggest supporters or like initiators of me being comfortable with spiritual stuff right like my mom with the crystals and like my grandma always reading me my horoscope like she's a big they're big parts of my story as to why I like I think I'm the way that I am but like if you look at my natal chart like I'm my son and Venus are in the 12th house like I am a woo-woo person so and I have Jupiter in the 8th and everything and Uranus in the 8th and there's just like I have Pluto opposing my sun and my moon and 
my cancer rising there's a lot of water there's a lot of like mystery kind of stuff in there and so like the spirituality was going to come out one way or another but my mom and grandma are really I spent the day with them and I was like okay I feel like that's really that bottom part there and it's like how do I express this at the top and be known like within my family I think I'm definitely known as the more um woo-woo person like everyone knows I'm into this kind of stuff but I feel like on the out side I don't I don't really know how I'm seen but if I'm seen as a social media girl I just like oh that makes me so mad so basically um the last thing I'll say about the karma though is that my mom is a Libra rising which means she has an uh, Aries descendant um and so she's also with that like energy of the leader with her vibe and all, and all her stuff and my mom and I have a very interesting karma. I'm going to have to get somebody who knows like family charts. Like her Saturn is right on my um, descendant. And then my Saturn is right on her descendant, like to a degree. And so we both have Saturn overlay sinistry in our seventh house of partnership. So it's like my mom and I really have to figure out how to be partners with each other and like support each other in a way and like learn to collaborate. Um it's interesting, but my mom is experiencing this North node, South node in a way as well, differently, but still with that, like that cross that you see in the chart with the AC, DC, MC, IC. And so when someone's Libra rising, no offense to Libra risings, if you're listening, but you might actually have a hard time being like alone and cause you're a Libra, like you want to be with the other. So like my brother was leaving and then the universe sends, you know, bad shit to where I was living. Then I come home the exact weekend. My brother leaves. I come in and my mom's not alone. So there's some karma there as well that I'm, I'm not sure exactly what it is. But I've told my mom, I'm like, the universe really did make sure that you weren't alone. So I'm like, son left, daughter's back. And so I don't, don't know what's going to happen there. But there's something that's going to come through. But I'm like, this is all happening in some weird divine timing. And it really got me out of autopilot. So personal reflection so far is like the nodes will shake you out of your autopilot and karmic destiny fate of where you need to be. So it's like, I need to be in this home. I need to get more serious about like my business and things will happen. And so, yeah, I'm excited to see what will happen in terms of the, the North node in Aries. And I'm excited for the, uh, the money I'm going to save. So those are my reflections. Reach out and let me know your reflections if you've had any on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the don't tell me what to do vibration, there are three different ways you can keep listening to these podcast episodes that I put out weekly. You can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast, which is new for exclusive episodes, or you can purchase my book, which has the exact same name as this podcast. So with so much love and gratitude, see you very, very soon in the next episode.